pandemic got us into a reflective space and made us look inward to see what we can do for the world at large. As a self-expression coach, I became a catalyst for women and started Vani, a one-on-one -on -one coaching program for women on finding their voice, to speak up, to be visible. As a storyteller, I spotted there were many ordinary people amongst us leading extraordinary lives, making a difference to the world, and they needed to be heard. Thus was born You and I with Rashmi Shetty, where amazing personal journeys with their uniqueness and individuality are showcased. A reaffirmation of the fact, open your eyes wider, the world is far more beautiful when we acknowledge the presence of both you and I. You and I with Rashmi Shetty will be celebrating women and the amazing work they do all of March. The first in the series is the inspirational Hemanti Sen, a 25-year-old social entrepreneur who's a psychology and sociology graduate from Mumbai University. She founded an NGO named Junoon in 2018 with the aim of helping underprivileged children to avail basic education. Junoon is a team of nine members today and 30 volunteers, and they provide basic education to children living on the streets and slums in Mumbai through music, art, dance, plays, and other educational trips. Obviously, the execution of this idea was a challenge for her and her team. Where would she teach the children? Would their parents allow them to come? Would any school offer help? Despite all of this, she figured her way out. It did not end there. Whenever she would sit on a skywalk to teach the kids, local commuters would criticize her. One of them even ended up calling the cops. She wanted to give up sometimes, but the enthusiasm in the children's eyes kept her going. She and her team recognized the main areas that were affecting the overall development of children. Nutrition, healthcare, education and family dynamics. So they look at innovative ways to deal with the challenges like daily meals, health checkups and family counselling to name a few. Today, Hemanti is a speaker at the World Tolerance Summit, has won the Rex Karamveer Award 2019, the Teacher Warrior Award 2019 and has also been a TEDx speaker. She definitely is a role model for today's youth. Hi, Hemanti. Such a pleasure meeting you after reading about you online. Welcome to You and I with Rashmi Shetty. It's amazing to see the work that you have done. You're so young. And I'm very curious to know what drove you to be who you are today. So before we get there, what is little Haibanti like is what I would like you to start with. So welcome on board. Um, thank you, Rashmi, for having me. It, uh, it's really a pleasure every time I get to share the work that I'm doing because that we are doing actually because, you know, it needs, um, it needs awareness. You need to spread awareness about this, right? So I'm really honored to have this platform to share my journey with uh, all your viewers. And... Uh, so I'll introduce myself. Uh, I'm Himanti Sen, and uh, I'm the founder of Junoon Foundation. Uh, I started it back in 2018. But before we go into that, you already asked that you know what little Himanti was like. So I was very naughty, number one, very naughty. I did not like to study at all. Uh, but at the same time, uh, like I, I used to run away from studies, like my mom literally had to like, you know, force me to go for tuitions because I wouldn't study with her. And uh, so I was very naughty, but I was a very compassionate child, right? Like I would always, you know, want to be there for others, helping anyone that, you know, I could see being very like, uh, you know, compassionate and like towards my brother when it came to teaching him or like you know, sharing and all. My brother was not someone who used to like share. Like, obviously, they were little, we were little kids, but I was always someone who would like like to help others, be there for others, share my toys, and all of that. 
so the very compassionate child I was very naughty and uh, another thing was that um, I did not I always liked to be around younger kids and that has been me since a very young age like ever since I think I was in second third standard I would always have like you know teaching my cousins or siblings and I remember that when I was in the fourth standard I got like my first job like it wasn't a job but in fourth standard one of my aunties she was conducting a summer camp for kids and uh, she asked me to be her assistant okay and I got 500 rupees at the end of the week so I was very very happy so I remember that I've always liked being there with children teaching them so you know these are three things that you know come to my mind was very naughty very compassionate and I always like being around like children so that that is what I think okay okay and then where did naughty Hemanthi go into as far as her career choice was concerned how did you progress through school college I think uh, yeah I think uh, naughty you know being a naughty child turned into being a rebel teenager and a rebellious adult with like all my life choices right I did not go the you know way that everybody wants to or you know your parents want you to do I always did what I thought was right or what made sense to me and I think that because of that attitude and uh, the thing in me is that I have tried a lot of things and I've been through a lot of things and I'm like understood the value in each thing right so and that has only happened because I was always wanting to do things in a different way so that is how you know that changed into rebellious so when I was in college I did my college in Mithibai I completed my schooling from Lokanwala Foundation School, after which I went to Mithibai for my graduation and uh, my uh, high school. So over there, I wouldn't attend classes. I would like to stay with my friends more. Um, you know, so I was always like that. But at the same time, during that time, I started teaching at an organization. So I started properly working since I was like 17, 18. So I was working at an organization where my responsibility was to give tuitions to, uh, you know, first graders, but they were like from a private school. And so anyway, so that's when I started. And uh, in the same organization, there was obviously my boss had this other program going on called uh, elocution training, where she would go to like these different schools and they would have like an in-curriculum elocution program for students. So, and I really, really liked, like, you know, I really, everybody had told me that I have like a very good voice, you know, like a teacher voice. So I really wanted to use it. And I would love, like when I used to see my boss training the other, you know, colleagues and all, I would really be, you know, intrigued. You know, even I want to do exactly what they're doing. So I asked my boss that, uh, you know, can I join? And she's like, listen, you're just 17 right now. So you turn 18 and then, you know, we can get like you training and everything. So that happened. I got trained and that was my first opportunity where I could go to a school and teach. Because before that, it was only like a tuition class or like a summer camp, like I was telling you, or teaching my brother. So that was my experience, right? But uh, with this, um, I really got the experience of teaching in school, teaching like a class of 40 students, understanding how things work. And because I was never, like I was telling you, never wanted to study. So I always looked for like different things to, you know, teach. So even in elocution, there was no theory. And whatever I've taught is not much of theory in schools, that is. So we used to like, you know, just orally talk to the children, creative thinking. So I really enjoyed it. So I did that for two years. And uh, this is when I was completing like my 11th, 12th, just after that. And then I took a year's break after that. And during that time, I was conducting tuition classes at home. And uh, after that, I started doing my graduation in sociology and psychology. And at the same time, I was working at another place called Rangbhumi. So uh, what Rangbhumi does, it's a theater group. And they also have a similar program where they go to schools and they have like an in-curriculum drama and education, right? And that's when I really learned that, you know, there are so many things that you don't have to really explain to the children. Ki, you know, you have to be self-confident. 
you cannot explain that to the child the child has to understand himself and how do you do that so there were like various activities to teach children core values you know that is that's actually going to be with them for a longer period of time and that's when i really saw that how many ways education can be used you know and uh, but at the same time after working in schools and everything i was not satisfied you know that little bit of satisfaction was not there like yeah my mom was like ha you know you have to be a teacher you go to school teach and this and that but nahi like i wasn't feeling like i loved one thing i knew is that i loved working with children so no matter what i do i know that i knew that i was going to work with children but would it be in a school or would it be somewhere else was you know the question so during the time that i was uh, you know teaching at uh, at rangbhumi and i was teaching at the school called orchid international so um at that time i was also completing my graduation in sociology and psychology and i was re- reading about the right to education and uh, it just made me think that uh, even after you know so many schemes that are already in place by the government we see children begging at signals we see children you know just loitering around during you know school hours why is that happening you know what is the reason and the thing is that living in metropolitan cities all our lives we have seen children like this and families like this but why are they like that was something that i think it was that first thought that led me like into this entire space oh. so that is how my career choice and my schooling and everything kind of went yeah okay so this intrigue on what do these children do how are they out during school hours and stuff like that is a thought that occurred to you and you were pretty young you were what in a just completed graduation and that was 21 22 yeah. i guess wow. yeah 21 22 but what is it that stirred you to take it further into action and uh, were you not scared that uh, when you're going to go and talk to these children other people you know they are very suspicious uh, the entire community oh, around these children uh, so uh, was their reaction pretty welcoming when you saw what did you do you saw these children you no, felt bad um, for them i was definitely i was very scared i was very scared but like i did tell you before that i, I was always someone who will do what i want to do okay mm-hmm. so that is that nobody has been able to like change and i really am proud of that fact right so uh, what happened was when i was uh, you know when i went okay i was like theek hai aaj after my exams got over i was like i'm going to venture out i'm actually going to see what the situation is like right and uh, so i went i went towards the alone. station alone alone yeah yeah so i went uh, towards the station ka slums and i went into the slums and the thing is that our house helps and all are there so they also live in like a slum or a chawl sort of a situation so going and approaching and talking to them did not seem very difficult or did not seem very challenging it was very normal i would go they live in houses anyways you go speak to them ask them if their children are going to school but what i realized okay was most of the children in slums are going to school okay they are availing of the schemes that are there in place by the government okay but who are the kids who are not who are these kids who are who i see begging on the streets then or loitering on the streets so that made me go a little further towards the railway station so this was around the station i went towards the railway station and i saw like a group of 10 children just sitting there and uh, i knew i just knew that you know they don't go to school and basically back then my idea was not to start a start an ngo or like even to teach them for so long my idea was okay these kids are not going to school what i'm going to do is put them in school that's it because i thought kitna hi difficult hoga you have to go to school and get them admitted i never thought a school could say no never right mm-hmm. so anyway when i started i went and i was very scared i saw like the 10 kids sitting there and i saw like two parents and uh, i had never spoken like every time our uh, conversation with beggars is like ha yahan se jao we give them 10 rupees they go so that is the kind of you know thing but when you have to go and talk to them as people then you are also just like you know my safety you know how is it going to work but still you know you to keep that aside i went i spoke to the parents and i was like uh, are all these kids yours 
एंड लाइक नो नन ऑफ देम आर आर्स अच्छा ठीक है तो आई टोल्ड इंट्रोड्यूस माई सेल्फ आई सेट की मैं पढ़ाती हूँ यहीं पे और मैं सोच रही थी कि मैं पढ़ाने के बाद स्कूल से आते टाइम बच्चों को कुछ ऐसे नया सिखा के यू नो आई विल गो सो देख हाँ ठीक है अगर आप ही उनको पढ़ा रहे हो आप ही इनको कपड़े दे रहे हो तो इनको स्कूल से निकाल के आपके पास भेज देते हैं बिकॉज आई आज दैम डू दे गो टू स्कूल रिलेशनशिप इंग्लिश सिखा रही थी अल्फाबेट्स बट इट वॉज सो दिस नंबर वन वट आई नेवर फेस बिफोर दैट इज यू नो टीचिंग ग्रुप ऑफ किड्स ऑफ ऑल डिफरेंट एज ग्रुप ठीक है ना Some are really small, some are a little older. So how do you teach all of them the same thing? Was like my first challenge. Because obviously some people are going to pick up faster, some people are going to pick up slower. So that was not done. Not done. That A B C D. So many times they have not learned. Okay, it was just. But during that time, what we built was the relationship. We created a space where these children could actually, you know, feel that okay, we somebody remembers our name, and I think that was their biggest thing that. you know they met me one day they told me their name and the next day i remembered it and i spoke to them and when you see them as people right you they they will look completely different to you like they will look they will not look like beggars at all right and i think that even today when people see me like walk with the children um at the station and all they do look back to see ki you know how is this you know happening or but to everybody who's working at junoon and even for me i think we have a very personal relationship with our kids and their families okay and we would treat them as we would treat a friend like talk to them right we would just do that and we have seen that the parents have also they respect us so much even though they are pickpockets or whatever because of their situation we have never had like none of the teachers or the volunteers have have had a single thing stolen from that small little group of children who you went you saw and wanted to talk to and put them into school when you went how did you break ice with them how did you open conversation how did they warm up to you did you so, carry some chocolates or something not really so the children what i've seen right what i've seen in them were they were very inviting they were very excited ki oh you know there is somebody who is coming you know to do something because there are lots of people who come and all now so they were very excited very inviting very you know welcoming warm very Where did you get them together in the same place near the station yeah 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 they were all together they were all friends so mm-hmm. they were all like from like four five different families they were all sitting over there and um, yeah they were very fast to you know open up and so yeah we created that kind of a relationship and uh, after which i approached a school uh, you know i think in like 2 3 months i approached a school uh, which was at the station only and i went and i told them that look i've been teaching these children they need admission so can we get them admission in your school the principal was like no sorry we can't some of the children over here have already attended school and they are dropouts uh they use foul language number one uh, they don't have any documents um whatever uh, items the school gives them on their admission they sell it uh they don't come to school for indefinite amount of time because you know they live out in the open so they have like their so she listed like four five reasons and she's like no we're not going to admit them and i had already seen that if i put in some work in these children they can do very well because they're very smart children very smart and i think that because of the situation uh, they live in they are way smarter than like a child who has grown up in the shelter of you know the four walls so i had seen it and that is when i took it upon myself ki what i'm going to do is i'm going to take it upon myself to train these children so that when we go to school nobody can tell these children that Mm. i can vouch for them that they have been coming to me for more than a year 
every single day and after which i have come to school to admit these children in right so that is when i actually took it upon myself ki this is what i'm going to do and it is going to take some time and um, that is when i kind of started thinking ki how am i going to do it alone you know there is so much to be done how to do it alone and that is when the thought of forming an organization came like day after day yeah so here you are with a bunch of kids two months into interaction with them what did you do in that two months with them for you to have confidence that these kids are smart they can pick up if they get into school they will definitely get into the curriculum what so, what did you play with them so what i did was uh, before that i was doing rangbhumi which yeah, was like anyway. activity based learning yeah. right so that is what i try to implement even over here more kinesthetic uh, kinesthetic uh, activities where they could run you know uh, talk so there was a lot of talking there was a lot of talking even though there were studies like we would never like because they had to even get into the uh, feel of holding a pencil writing understanding so we used to have story storytelling so that their listening skills become better we used to have activities where they could run around and you know be themselves uh, we would have i would give them food like banana every day so like little little things you know it was not like a lot of little things that you know added up to for them to feel safe and one more thing that i think uh, made them gain confidence in us is that we were always there okay that every single day even if there is one child we would teach that one child so that that child also doesn't feel ki okay if i am the only one there the teacher is not going to conduct class it shouldn't be that if a child has gone to gaon for say 2 3 weeks they come back and they find us right there right and even the parents have seen it so i think that is what has has given the children the confidence to open up and they also see that i was genuine i love them so and i think that when they can see that love you also get that love right and i like really you know treasure and respect that you know they chose to give me that love so it's, it's, okay yeah. so uh, junoon was born from your junoon because you were like completely adamant and you were sure you're going to do this was it was also no but it was also the children and their junoon right to actually be there to come irrespective of whatever they go through during the day to actually come to class and want to be better than what they are you know so it was like a mix of both it was definitely my go getter sort of an attitude and even their you know incredible go getter kind of personality now they they can you know survive any situation and um, it is very very you know inspiring to see and the name is not going to be junoon <laughs> actually honestly i was i remember that when i was thinking about this i was listening to this one song by the owl cities called firefly okay and um, i was like what if and that is when i was thinking about like children and kids and ngo and all so i was like should i name my organization junoon like you know but i was like no wait that doesn't sound right to me and then the closest thing was junoon right and and i thought that it really fit it really fit you know the whole thing and junoon also has a tagline right it's called guide nurture and learn and it works both ways right if we are guiding the children the children are also guiding us and nurturing also that i think i've learned so much from them so much right and learning never stops you learn every day them from us and us from them so you know it kind of made perfect sense to have that and okay so the name was set then how did uh, the rest of it fall in place with your volunteers and everyone so, else coming um yeah so i had to first like when i thought okay i want to start my own ngo i needed a group of board members so because for the paperwork and the registration you need a group of people right so i you know approached my family and my friends who knew who what work i was doing and who were willing to like you know help me out in you know the situation so we formed uh, we were seven of us and we formed the board we got ourselves registered and back then what the board members did was they would give themselves one one day and they would come with me to teach 
so that is how the board members helped and obviously that wasn't the role of the board members but them to be there you know like and it was such a passion project you know like you don't know if it is going to work you don't know if and like everybody says managing an ngo starting an ngo who does that that's not a career right is how are you going to earn money is you know the question but none of the board members or anyone thought of it like that they were like okay you really want to do this we know you can do this and we come and support you and i think that you know meant a lot and uh, as time went so that is how we formed the board and then um i would keep posting on instagram so like my seniors some of my juniors they contacted like my ex colleague from the first place the tuition place that i was working at she approached that you know even i would like to you know do this so i slowly started seeing that okay people do want to do this people do see that okay this cause has some you know uh, credit so that you know we can support her so that happened and i think the first time a midday came and they had like a video where it was the real santas of mumbai right and they had featured me so that is the first push that we got uh, so because of that we got a lot of people coming wanting to volunteer wanting to join the cause wanting to donate wanting to you know just support us right and since then there there were touchwood there were like a lot of uh, articles and news uh, channels who covered our story because of which we were able to reach you know right now where we are from like that one center uh, and you know the 10 students along with me right now we are five centers with 85 students and four paid teachers so like it is all yeah wow this is beautiful this is really beautiful himanthi and when you look back and uh, you are connecting the dots of how it started where it started and where it has come i'm sure the pattern is emerging for you as to where the thread turned one way and then formed a new design of course of course uh, so are there any stories of children in this journey which continue to keep you motivated i'm sure even in spite of all of this there are moments when you have your lows and you're wondering should i how long will i and uh, at that time are there some stories that keep you motivated saying no if it made a difference to this one person then i'm sure it'll make a difference to somebody else so uh there are like multiple stories every day and what keeps me going or what like gets me up from bed every single day is that not just one child is that every single child is trying their <laughs> it is not easy for them Yeah. they have all their household chores to take care of they have their younger siblings to take care of they have to get money for the parents they have to do so many things so many things even after that they get up to come to class so why can't i get up and go to them and i have seen change it is not that i haven't like i remember there is one story that i like keep narrating but it is actually very inspiring where we enrolled the first batch of the 10 kids we enrolled six of them into school and one of the girls we enrolled her in third standard three children we enrolled in third one of the girls did so well that she was felicitated by her principal she had done so well in her exams and that is when we were like wow now we know it in like writing that this works you give them that time you give them that attention and it will work like there is no you know we haven't seen it work any other way and today we are at a you know place where most of our children are reading and writing and you know that is what we want because the one thought that you know actually even made me start it is that you know we go to like an unknown place right to a different country and we see so many billboards over there so many signs written and everything right and we can't read it we can't read any of it we would feel very helpless but imagine feeling like this in your own country and in the own area in your own area that you are living you can't read anything you know you want to because you know i when i spoke to people they said that you know the only thing that they wanted was koi aake padha likha deta bas theek hai so and today when most of the children are reading and writing i think that it is actually actually going to benefit 
them and our country like these children if trained properly they can really really be useful citizens of our country and not end up like you know their parents who are just exploiting them in a way so you know yeah, yeah it is like all the children as a whole like they get me up every day in the morning to do what i'm supposed to do and i also love doing what i do so you know after teaching in the schools and everything i when i started this i finally felt like this was the place this is what i wanted to do this is where i am happy you know and uh, when all of this when i started feeling everything every everything started you know getting to pay i was getting volunteers people wanted to donate you know the ngo was formed and everything was making sense to me everything that you know so yeah and in this journey of making sense what were some of the questions that made you take a step back or were there any questions that made you take a step back and wonder um i i honestly didn't think that it would last for so long even it's been 4 years and i did not know what it was and even when i started an ngo i had no idea how i was going to earn money and that is what because obviously your parents want to see you you know well settled and independent enough to take care of yourself and for and them right but i did not know when that was going to happen <laughs> i had no idea when that was going to happen so that did you know you know make me take a step back when i used to go to the center and see that okay none of the kids are there all of the kids are gone i was like if this keeps happening how am i supposed to keep up with the studies what if everybody goes somewhere else who am i going to teach is it going to shut then if i want to expand where am i going to expand who is going to do it can i be there at five places i can't be there at five places at one time so there were a lot of thoughts there were people and passers by when i used to teach at the center you know who they would come and tell me why are you doing this it's a waste of time they are going to be like this only they are not going to change so i think over time there have been a lot and lot of questions that you know have made me think twice ki karna chahiye nahi karna chahiye maybe should slow down or you know maybe have a plan get someone else and but i didn't do any of that <laughs> i just kept going and uh, i'm very happy and i'm very glad that i did because it has i have learned a lot like i know that ngo is not somewhere where you can't earn money you can earn money because it's a job you are teaching the kids it is it is more difficult job than you know a teacher who goes to school and teaches so that is why the teachers who we have we have them on paid basis because we don't want a person to come and give their time okay and so much of that time without getting anything in return the children are getting to learn you know the teachers should also right so that is how you know we have been functioning okay. uh, a, a pause moment for you here one question that uh, one of the kids has asked you which completely shocked you one question which uh, any of the volunteers asked you which completely oh, um it wasn't a question that a child asked me it was something that uh, a child said to me actually so i remember that there was a fight going on between two ladies at the station and it was like two parents only and one of the ladies was going to she had a brick in her hand that she was going to throw at the other lady okay and i went and i held the hand of the lady and i was like what are you doing try to stop her one seven year old boy okay my student comes and tells me teacher aap yahan pe mat raho ye sab aapko nahi dekhna chahiye i was like you are seven years old you are seeing this every single day and you are coming and telling me that you shouldn't see this because they knew that i don't come from a background like that and i don't see that if a seven year old has that much sense you know so that was one really good thing and a bad thing not a bad thing but a very surprising thing was i saw like there was this girl who was like 16 17 and her parents had gotten her married and one day i saw her husband was beating her up at the skywalk right and i went and uh, they are all like a little scared of me over there at the center so i went and i was like what are you doing He's like no she goes every night you know she runs away from home she's having an affair with someone else and this and that she started saying and 
I was like, so you're gonna hit her? Yeah, मेरी बीवी है मैं इसको मार सकता हूँ And I was like, नहीं आप उसको नहीं मार सकते मतलब यू डोंट इवन हैव पेपर्स टू प्रूव दैट चीज योर वाइफ यू जस्ट कॉलिंग हर योर वाइफ राइट सो देन ही आस्ट मी वन डे दैट टीचर आपके पति ने आपको मारा तो आप क्या करोगे मैं भी उसको मारूंगी and so far that would matlab hota hai obviously they get into fights but you know so that was something very surprising and for a volunteer i don't know my volunteers are like very very good and i am so so you know thankful ki matlab koi apne din mein se har roz time nikal ke aata hai so i can't recollect something that you know my volunteer has said ha not my volunteer but my team member had said this okay that uh, when a child mujhe kya karna hai mujhe sab bolte hain ki you know you take the horse to the water but the horse will have to drink water itself only she said i don't even want to take the horse the child till the water i just want to make the child thirsty then they will go up on its own to the water and drink it right and that is i was like that's right you know you got to make them hungry for learning and then they will go and achieve everything that they want to achieve because nothing is beyond their reach aaj to me ye to pata chal gaya we are very very smart kids very smart kids and i think with the right guidance they can they can do very well very well yeah and very deep statements each one of those that you had uh, come up with because uh, that's very true when the hunger is from within the motivation is from within there's nothing much that you need to do outside so today uh, after four years looking at junoon looking at the volunteers if there are people who want to volunteer want to come up what is it that the volunteer should have is there a framework or a training volunteers are given whereby everybody speaks the same language everyone knows that they're doing similar things rather than see i come from a different cultural background somebody else would come from a different culture so the way i look the way i perceive something could be very different so how do you bring all volunteers together into one fold so uh we just want the volunteers number one not to have like that mindset ki matlab you know these kids are a little dirty because obviously you know they are sometimes they are unkept and all so we want the volunteers to be very compassionate that we you know kind of figure out when we when we talk to the volunteers when we you know onboard them we understand that and basically if they know english or hindi because something that we have seen is that when volunteers come to teach the children at least the ones who are coming वो बहुत नेचुरली फ्लो आ जाता है तो लाइक वी हैव वी नो वॉट ईच चाइल्ड इज डूइंग द ब्रांच हेड नोज वॉट ईच चाइल्ड इज डूइंग सो वेन एवर द वॉलंटियर कम्स दे आर गिवन अटेप्ट यू हैव टू एक्सप्लेन टू दाउ द वॉलंटियर कैन यूज देयर ओन वेज टू टीच द चाइल्ड दैट इज एब्सोल्यूटली ओके बिकॉज दैट इज देयर कॉन्ट्रीब्यूशन राइट सो वी डोंट वी जस्ट हैव लाइक दिस चाइल्ड इज डूइंग दिस एंड यू take it on we have volunteer groups where we like engage with them yeah. we have events where you know all the volunteers from all the centers come together so that you know they also get to know each other so you know that is how and uh, we have had like a good journey so far mm-hmm. and uh, i just wanted to actually add one little thing but this is not about the volunteers it's just about junoon and like what we are doing so when i started right i saw that there were like education was definitely one thing that needed to be you know taken care of but there were other things that needed to be taken care of so that they can study properly right so that is basically their health right their nutrition their uh, you know how well with the extracurricular activities right how well they are you know when they go outside so all of this together kind of like makes it an environment so that the child grows so obviously when i started we did not have the right resources to support all of this that you know we saw that we could do but right now 
uh we have daily meals for the children so from monday to saturday we have classes after that we have daily meals we have monthly health checkup for the children we give them necessary medicines every single month to all our students uh we have ration so the children who are coming to class regularly their family gets ration and uh, we enroll them into school and we do all their documentation process after that and school enrollment and after we have like obviously annual events like sports day annual day christmas diwali so that you know they also get like you know a sense of celebration and community and you know things like that we also have given five things we have given all of them their birthdays because whenever you ask the parents they're like ha is time pe kuch is time pe paida hua tha whatever so we have only given the days and we celebrate everyone's birthdays so that also makes them feel like you know somebody cares you know somebody is there so yeah that is just something that i wanted to add that we saw all of that before and we couldn't support it and today we are at a position where we are being able to support all of these children so i think uh, you know it is it has been really great okay so uh, all these are in uh, collaboration with government schemes that you are aware of oh, okay so, so no, all yeah, are donors yeah all of them are donors oh wow this is amazing this is really amazing and uh, when you look at the children and you see their journey with you in the last four years how many of them still continue with you of the first batch of 10 kids of the 10 kids um, sadly one of the it's sad right that one of the child has actually two families have moved from the homeless situation to slum situation right but because they have moved into slums which is a little away from where we teach so they are not being able to like attend class so everything comes at a cost of something you know so that is something that i have seen in them but from the first 10 we have around like 5 i guess now because one of them passed away one of them we had to put in an orphanage then these kids moved uh, to a house so right now there are five from like the first set of kids but, yeah <laughs> and uh, did things shift in covid uh, himanthi for uh, the children for junoon uh, how did things change in the last two and a half years so uh, the first lockdown because everyone was you know very they didn't know what the situation was yeah. so we also were very you know ki humne classes to band kar diye the because for the safety of the volunteers and uh, the kids but i think within a week जब एक हफ्ता हो गया एंड एवरीथिंग वाज शट देन आई स्टार्टेड थिंकिंग दैट हाउ आर दे गोइंग टू ईट बिकॉज़ नंबर 1 दे गेट देयर फूड फ्रॉम अराउंड द स्टेशन ऑल द शॉप्स वर शट ओके um they go to beg but if there are no people at the station who's going to give them money like to eat or whatever so that is when i started making like these small small packets of dal and rice and all of that and i started giving it to them so that is what we did तो ये एक महीने तक तो था एंड वर्कशीट्स तो हम जब भी ये राशन के पैक्स देने जाते थे टाइम ऐसी जल्दी से दे वु सॉल्व इट एंड वी कुड टेल देम पर दैट वॉज अबाउट इट so i think this went on for like 2 months it was very rough i did not like being away from the children even though like and i had to like if in the week i did not see all my kids i would just go in a frenzy that i have to see them right so uh, we did that we gave worksheets we went on like this for like 2 3 months and after which we were like this model is not working like online education bhi kaise karo jab unke paas phone hi nahi hota थर्मोमीटरिंग so that is when it happened theek hai chal raha tha financially also covid time was pretty you know challenging for us 
but we we sailed through thankfully and uh, even in the second lockdown things were much better than you know the first because we had already had an idea of how things are going to work so humne classes definitely do mahine ke liye band kiye the but at the same time koi jata tha we used to have ration rides for all so we used to you know be in touch with the kids and everything so even during that time two months i think hamara class band tha after that we started because um, yeah and what i have seen that during covid entire covid none of the kids felt sick no one and they live out in the open in such unsanitary conditions and unko kuch bhi nahi hua like like they very healthy i am glad but yeah so that is how uh, covid was but covid was the time we got the idea ki matlab ration dena chahiye incentive basis pe bhi like that's when i wanted like grocery and hygiene packs to be done irrespective of you know covid or not covid because it is a way to support the family and the family also sees ki sirf bachcho ke liye nahi ho raha you know they are also thinking about us so i think that makes the families want to send the kids more to class so then they can also be like ha tum jao to ration milega and we are very strict if the child is not regular then we don't give them ration lovely <laughs> and uh, with the pandemic all of us individually got a lot of life lessons as well in the reflection moments we understood we don't need a lot to be happy minimally we can be very happy what have your reflections been humanity uh, from the covid time from the pandemic itself from the pandemic um i thought that uh, like you said you know you don't need a lot to be happy and how health comes first like we always and i think volunteers and team members mostly we are so like you know at it all the time doing this doing that we never let ourselves take it slow and i think that covid like the pandemic also like taught us that take a step back relax things are going to be fine you are doing everything at your own pace everything is going to work out but you need that patience and you need to give yourself that time so i think that that is what my reflection has been from the pandemic <laughs> yeah okay and uh, now what are your dreams for junoon my dreams for junoon is to reach out to more lives to reach out to more kids because you know i live in bombay and i have seen so many children so many children who need that help and i love doing what i do so i really want to reach out to like more and more and more students uh by say next to next year i would want junoon to be spread across not only mumbai but also other states and i think my final dream okay where i could obviously you know something um, like 10 years maybe i want to start like a school right only for these children like only for children coming from these you know uh it low economic uh backgrounds um and i want to have like a one place for everything they get the ration also over there they get the documentation also there they get to live over there everything everything it is going to be like an entire system where these children can actually be out of the environment that they are in they can you know go out and like actually be in a very conducive and a learning kind of a space so that is like my 10 year plan but till then i want to like touch as many lives as i can to get more people on board to spread awareness about this cause basically because we need it we definitely need it where you know the education of our country and like the budget allocation to education is going down every year we need people and individuals to come up and do it this way you know and i think now is the time and i also see you know that there are so many uh, individuals who are you know coming up in this social space and doing things for the society that i really think that you know india is looking to see a very bright future in like the next 10 years because there is a lot that is the work that is going on right now so yeah. and uh, what makes me happy is a lot of youngsters like you are bringing a change and that there are so many social change makers who are very young who don't have a great corporate career but are trying to bring in that change in the system itself right makes right. it that much more beautiful yeah because you know people always talk about you know going outside india going outside india because you know it's better why can't india be that better 
you know what can we do to make this place like that has always been like my idea and i think that this is my way of you know doing that i love i love where i live and love my country very patriotic that way but at the same time i want other people to see it as well and unless and until we put in the work i don't think anyone is going to see it so so well put and if uh, people are interested in volunteering uh, where should they write to whom should they write like, what should they actually uh, what is the basic qualification they should have <laughs> you don't need basic qualification you just need to have a big heart that's the qualification that you need to have and uh, you can go on our website we have a volunteering form over there which will ask you for some details where you would like to you know volunteer how you would like to volunteer because during the pandemic we also learned that offline volunteering is not the only way you know people can volunteer online and help us a lot in the back end that will make you know functioning operations much smoother so we do have online and offline volunteering opportunities as well so that you can find the list on like our website and also you can connect to us on instagram because that is where we are like extremely active so you can dm us you can see our work you know being uploaded like on a regular basis over there and yeah please feel free to like connect and reach out and you know my team will help you with like the rest of the procedures and how we can go about it beautiful beautiful hemanthi and uh, we are at that point where i would like you you've you're really young you've seen very little of life compared to a lot of us but if there are three life lessons but because i know you have seen more of life than most of us uh so if there are three life lessons that you'd like to leave us with what would those three be one thing first thing is always going to be believing in yourself unless and until you believe in yourself you'll not be able to achieve a lot of things that you know you want to and uh, if you set your mind to something do everything to go and get it because you know you will and the third thing would be step out of your comfort zone because otherwise it's not going to work you need to always keep yourself out of your comfort zone to actually bring about some change wow i'll take my conclusion from your third one because stepping out of the comfort zone is where you actually find what you're meant to do and most of us don't do that and that's why we don't find what our purpose is hemanthi god bless you may your tribe increase may you continue to inspire It's such an honor having you on you and I with Rashmi Shetty and the journey you've had so far is truly inspirational. Touch wood for all your dreams for having the school, having that place, having an independent city for those <laughs> children who need benefactors like you and mentors like you and your entire team. God bless you and may you just continue to shine. All the best. Thank you so With much, Rashmi, for talking to me. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you so much. With that, we come to the end of this weekly quest of you and I with Rashmi Shetty. Do let us know if you know people who make the world beautiful. Write in to Rashmi dot the third eye at gmail dot com. That is R A S H M I. dot t h e t h i r d e y e at gmail dot com. Come, let's explore this amazing world together, both you and I.